Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Sandball Podcast Network. Recording not live from League Safe's world headquarters, this is Fantasy Football Almost Daily. We're putting the band back together. From the Twisted Minds, we brought you the original fan ball. We had a band pile with enough to turn goat piss in the gas line. This is the Fanball Fantasy Football Podcast. If you're dumb, surround yourself with smart people. And if you're smart, surround yourself with smart people who disagree with you. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Fantasy Football Almost Daily. It's Friday. It's the DFS show. I'm Matt Harrison, along with Scott Fish and John Tuvey today. Hi, guys. What's going on, man? Greetings. <laughs> Uh, and and salutations. I get both? You get both today. Wow. It's a special Friday. Is it my Generous. birthday? Generous. Almost. <laughs> Almost your birthday. Oh, it's not even close to my no, birthday. But, but Somewhere in this next calendar year or the next, you'll have a birthday. Um, Got to mention a few things about Fanball. Um, we have NBA basketball going. Boom shakalaka. Yeah, and we have late swap. Which makes us really cool. In NBA, in NBA, you really need late you swap. You really, really want to have late swap. So if you're listening right now and you want to play in some NBA games and you played at the other couple of sites the last few years and gotten screwed over because wow. some West Coast guy all of a sudden is listed Taps as up. out randomly, like Kevin Durant. Although we knew about Durant yeah. well beforehand. But then there were like three or four but, more that same day. Yeah, Porzingis yeah. Like, was randomly out that day. So if, if you want to play in a game where you can go, oh my gosh, this dude's out of the lineup, I can go switch him out. Yeah, this is this is the place to do it. It's fanball. And we also have some great NBA content. Uh, not from me, because literally the best NBA advice I can give you is, that's Tim Hardaway's kid. That's not Tim Hardaway. That's Tim Hardaway's kid. That's about what I know of today's NBA. You know a lot of... Who the dads of the current NBA yes, players Isaiah are? Thomas. I'm sure I do. Clay Thompson. Isaiah Thomas is still playing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, so yeah, you can you can also build. I, I don't know if you've been to, to Fanball recently, but you have a Fanball number for football and a Fanball number for basketball. See which number you can get higher. Mm. It's a contest with Ooh. yourself. <laughs> Who's gonna win? I, if you can, well, if you add mine together, I almost have a nice number. That's my basketball's that bad. Mine's brutal. I'm, uh, if you guys have been following my lineups recently, uh, we decided today that Tuvi's going to set the the lineup in the in the contest today and, and give you the best lineup because mine just have not been performing very well. Yes, I was I was setting my my lineup for the internal league and he said, "Why don't you just wait and take our advice?" So. Oh, don't, sure, I'll do it. Don't take our advice. Take your own advice and okay. <laughs> put, put together a lineup that's good. Um, there's there's a couple of cool contests on Fanball for Football this weekend. There's the $7,000 NBA 
NFL Pay Dirt, which is a $1,600 to first place prize this weekend. $10 entry fee, uh, 804 entries in that tournament. Uh, it's about a quarter full right now, but it will fill up. So if you want to go play in that one and have a chance to win 1.6K. Nice. I like the way I like you, that. you yeah. did that. Um, $10. That's, that's that's a good. It's good our largest ever $10 contest. I like it. Yeah. I like it. I like it. We, we've done the largest ever three weeks in a row, we, so we must be doing something right. We are doing something They're right. We're, 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 more we're money building. I like that. All right. Um, let's start with uh, some of the games in the slate this week. Uh, Cleveland to Detroit. Yeah. No Cleveland, right? Nope. No, there's nothing there. There's zero on uh, Cleveland. There's got to be a lot on Detroit, though. My guy Marvin. He, yep, he's Marvin Jones. still not. Uh, the price is not. Was it? It's fifty nine hundred. Fifty nine hundred. Yep. Now he did play in the Monday night game, so we probably had the salaries finalized before he went off True. against Green Bay. True. So he'll probably tick up a little bit next week, especially if he goes off again in this game. Right. And that, that secondary played well for a while, and they are getting some injured guys back. So um, I, I don't know as as high a volume guy as Golden Tate is. I don't know that I want to spend the 7,100. I've got some other receivers in mind. But, man, 59 for, for Marv. And uh, I believe Stafford is reasonably priced this week. 7,300. Yeah. yeah, that's that's a little off the top, guys, but – yeah, I I know Trevor was uh was pimping on Golden Tate in the cash game plays this week that he thinks that he's going to be a pretty safe play. Yeah, he's got that that you know ten catch floor. I mean, he just seems to the, to the rack built up in the safety is there yep, with exactly. with Golden Tate. So uh, if if that's the kind of lineup you're going to build and you're going to be playing in a fifty fifty, he's a perfect guy. But I think I'm with you too, V. The Marvin Jones upside at a much cheaper price. That's pretty tantalizing against Cleveland. Put Marvin Jones in the lineup, and then we'll see. Feels right. like Tate's price hasn't risen, risen as much as it should have either. But oh. well, I don't want the running backs though. No, Cleveland's good against the run. We don't want a mere fumble. Yeah, Detroit yeah. doesn't run the ball. There, I think after that, where John Gruden talked him into con, you know, committing to the run that Monday night game, where he, all he did was talk about them committing to the run, and then they did for about three games. They realize their identity is Matt Stafford's team. Yeah, and yep. and to their benefit. And now the schedule gets real easy, so we'll be seeing a lot of Detroit guys in my lineups over the next few weeks. I have a feeling. Jay mentioned Eric Ebron in the other show. Yes, um, he's a, a, Cleveland's bottom three against tight ends. I, I just but is have, Eric Ebron the tight end you want in I any given so Sunday trouble. for yeah t- for Detroit? I can't do it. I can't well, trust for, Ebron for Detroit. He probably Fells does have like three touchdowns this year. Yeah, there is that. I think Fells has outscored him in in fantasy points in four or five games this yeah, year. Yeah, but at yeah. the very end, it was very sudden. Last week, after you know, and one of Jay's favorite stats is the catch to target ratio. Yeah. And after a month of eight catches and twenty four targets uh, for Ebron, which even for Ebron is pretty awful, mm-hmm. he caught three or four against Green Bay. So Ooh, he's up to seventy five percent. Seventy five percent. So. We're saying there's a chance. Let's move on to the next game. Um, it's another one where I think you're going to use a lot of guys from one team and not a lot from the other. It's Pittsburgh, who I think we're using a lot of at what's Indianapolis. The, this would be a place where I can find out what's the limit on, A, my salary, because I want Brown, Bell, and Roethlisberger, <laughs> yeah. and B, how many Steelers can I have in my lineup? Um, 
It's the Steelers on the road, though. Although it is a, a indoor game, that's nice for for Pittsburgh. But you, you're not worried a little bit that uh, going with the Steelers stack, Le'Veon at 92, Antonio at 91, and Roethlisberger kind of okay at 7300. You're not worried a little bit that uh, that could backfire on you, and they won't all put up the numbers that you desire. It could. You know, the, the, the road defense thing is, is so terrible. Yeah. I think that counters the road thing. No Vontae Davis. You, you mentioned the indoor. It's not <laughs> like they're they're worried about. Uh, and it's no Vontae Davis fun. for good now, right? Yeah, yeah he's released. <laughs> yeah. He's released. Yeah. And he, he was a shell of his of what he did last year anyway. So it wasn't like ret- him returning was going to be a big difference maker. The place to go here might be Juju Smith-Schuster at 5,900, or if you're feeling bold. You have to be ballsy to do this. You do have to have a pair to to throw Martavis Bryan in at 3,700. But he was running with the ones. Running with the ones this week. Running with the ones. It's a a great DB matchup. It's a great defensive matchup. If Bryant gets a a real snap share, 3,700 could be ridiculous for what he could do. But he's not safe. So he, far, the class of 5,900 wide receivers in Marvin Jones and Juju Smith-Schuster looks pretty intriguing. So you're saying I should plug Smith-Schuster into this yeah, it's just a, No, I don't, I, I'm not saying, but I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, T.Y. Hilton off the big game last week where he fell down on purpose, it seemed, got back up and ran another 30 yards for a touchdown. You're lending anything to this. Uh, in, in home games, he's usually been pretty solid. In Indy, uh, I think Jacoby Brissett's feeling a little bit more comfortable knowing that Andrew Luck is really not over his shoulder at all. Uh, it's his team the rest of the year. If it were anyone but the Steelers, well, or the yeah, Jags, or, few, or Cincinnati, maybe. But I'm a little worried with this matchup. They're right there with the Jaguars as far as what they've given up to uh, the passing games. So. Well, it's interesting, too, because Hilton has played Jacksonville and Cincinnati two good secondaries yep. the prior two weeks to, to last week. Two catches for 27 yards, two catches for 15 yards against Jacksonville and Cincinnati. So they've been shutting down – or Hilton's been shut down by Hilton's good secondaries. Hilton's been incredibly matchup-defended. He's had 100-plus days against three bottom 10 teams and, like, nothing against three bottom – or top 10 teams. So we're out on Hilton, yep. and there's really nothing else we want on the Colts to even consider, right? What about Jack Doyle? Ah, oh, Jack Doyle. No. Nah. Okay. I, I mean, I like him a he gets, lot. He but, needs to get mentioned, but but yes. it's there are other options. Okie doke. Another game that uh, oh, I like this game because it's a double revenge oh, game. Yeah. The New York Jets and their quarterback Josh McCown facing his former team, and Tampa Bay quarterback Ryan Fitzpatrick <laughs> facing his former team. Yep. So much revenge in this it's game. Amazing. <sighs> I'm excited. I think that that, that if you're going to punt quarterback. This week, you're punting quarterback with one of these two guys. Yeah, I, and I think it's McCown because Fitzpatrick won't have Mike Evans, and uh, that's true. Adam Humphreys has been dinged up, but he's going to be he's going to be good to go here. But uh, I think it's Josh McCown who has multiple touchdowns in like five straight weeks now. Yep, and the Bucks have uh, they're disinterested. Brent Grimes is, you know, if he plays, he's coming off of what three weeks now that he's missed, and he's and he's nicked up so. There's not a lot going on in that You can secondary. tell he's nicked up because Kiko's been saying some stupid stuff lately. <laughs> so. oh, that narrows it down. Then he's been nicked up for a lot of his career. <laughs> yeah, well, I, uh, I, I So let, McCown at 6,000. Yep. He's let, an interesting play. I let Fish make that call because when you said quarterback should come out of this game, 
I, I narrowed it down to those two, and then Fish went with McCown. For understandably, the safer pick. So he's uh, in our lineup also. I'm looking at the quarterbacks below McCown. Um, it's Keenum at 58, Dalton at 57. Dalton could be kind of interesting in that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then it's Brissett, Hundley, Bortles, Savage, Trubisky. You're the, not. You're not. You're not if playing you're going there. Lower. You're going to Fitzpatrick. Yeah, it, you're going to Fitzpatrick I, at fifty two hundred. And it's frankly, one there's lower nothing than else. That, actually, I think Bathard against no. the terrible <laughs> effing Giants is better than Fitzpatrick here. Don't call mm. him CJ beat hard for nothing. Uh, man, the Giants are the worst defense in the NFL in the last five weeks. So, so. heading back to the Jets and Tampa. Um, Do we know? I guess maybe by the time this podcast hits, we'll know Forte's status. And if he doesn't go, Blau Powell is a real attractive option. I believe he's yep. 49, 4,800. 4, yep. yep. Yeah. But only if Forte doesn't go. If Forte goes, right. it's, it's such it's split. a split that I just, yeah. If you're feeling one of the Jets wide receivers, is it Robbie Anderson at yep. 55? Or do you go with discount and go Jermaine Curse at 48? No, it's it's Robbie at yeah. fifty five. Fifty five is a nice his nice his targets have just been he's led the targets so team you, and targets. You can get you can weeks. get three pretty interesting wide receivers in the five thousand range this week. Well, I'm yeah, putting yeah. Robbie Anderson because we don't want a naked Josh McCown, and <laughs> then, then we'll go from there. We'll, we'll no maybe naked dial back McCown. Those receivers on the other side. Obviously, James Winston is going to be out this game. Mike Evans is going to be out this game. So what do we do? What do we do with this? I don't mind Humphreys as a volume type of play. It sounds like he's going to go. Um, his numbers have been decent, um, you know, when when one of those other guys is not in the lineup. Yeah. And I, I think he's a, a $3,100, you know, poor man's Golden Tate type of guy. He's going to see some do you, volume. Do you think this is a game where they funnel everything through Cameron Brait? That's the other way to go is is with those two tight ends. I think you'll see a lot. They already play a lot of two tight ends. Yeah. They're both going to be on the field, and I could see both those guys being viable starts. The problem would be which does, one? Does, yeah, does it go one way or the other? It's, if it's me, I'm I'm a Brait guy. I always go Brait. Yep. He's at 5400. OJ Howard's at 3800. Worth mentioning, uh, Austin Safarian Jenkins also in the revenge game. <laughs> so if you want to get double revenge, you go McCown Safarian Jenkins. In the double nice. double revenge hookup right there. I but, think Jets but have Tam- allowed Tampa's been pretty good against the tight end so far. Jets have allowed five touchdowns in the last five games to tight ends. It's a New York thing, isn't it? It must be a New York it thing. It is. I, I think one of my goals this offseason is to have one of our games be a or, or have a have one of our contests have a revenge element where you get bonus points for a guy playing against his former team. Uh, Brian and I always used to set our baseball lineups by looking at revenge factor okay. playing against the former <laughs> like team. Yeah. And if you could get if you could get the trifecta of these, okay. that guy was in the lineup for sure, and he was going to hit like five home runs. If it was his <laughs> birthday, <laughs> so they always play better on their birthday. And if you were visiting your hometown, okay. So if you were a former hometown player, like for instance, if Joe Mauer left the Twins. Came back on his birthday to play against the Twins. That would be the trifecta, and he would probably get five singles. <laughs> yeah, and like three RBIs on it. Yep. Um, let's get back to football. The Los Angeles Chargers are going to Jacksonville to play the Jaguars. The Jaguars happen to have a very nice defense. Mm-hmm. It's a really good pass. I've defense. heard that. Um, it's a really bad run defense. Is it? 
Well, is it a really bad run defense? It, it, up until last week, it was last in the NFL according to Football Outsiders DVOA. Okay. Well, that's bad. Yeah. But Melvin Gordon's got a big questionable tag next to his name. He's still a little gimpy. Do you want to spend $8,000 to have Melvin Gordon be the lone saving grace of the offense on a road game in Jacksonville? I'm uh, not in. Just, just, I'm from o- out. just from other options, probably not. But Tuvi, if you're building this lineup with all five thousand dollar wide receivers, you you can you can pay up at running back. I, I, I you might, already got Bell in there. I might I'm be going sure. back to Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think that you're playing anything in the passing game, right? Hunter Henry maybe at fifty six, no, but I think I'd rather have Brait at fifty four. We we had a Henry. heated discussion in yesterday's values pod about uh, Jay wanting to work Travis Benjamin, who actually has had a couple real nice games against the. Uh, it was he was two touchdowns and hundred some yards last year against the Jaguars, which was Jalen Ramsey's rookie year, no AJ Bouye, mm-hmm. and Rivers has had multiple touchdowns the last two times he's faced the Jaguars. However, this year, if you combine what receivers two and receivers three are doing against the Jaguars, average of forty one yards per game. Yuck. <laughs> and they've also given up the one touchdown, which was to, I want to say, DeAndre Hopkins in week one, and one game over 70 yards, which was to Antonio Brown. So unless you think Keenan it's Allen a, it's is – shut and down. I like Keenan Allen. The, the passing yeah. game is shut down. I, and avoiding. Uh, on the other side, Leonard Fournette uh, presumably will make this week's team photo. He was at the meeting. <laughs> he tweeted out the uh, the photo of him at the meeting. Uh, he is 8,500 this week. Um, the Chargers have had a rough go stopping running backs, and Fournette has now not played in three consecutive weeks after being an injury scratch, a bye week, and then a disciplinary scratch. He's well gonna, they're going to put that touchdown streak to the test. Yeah. The Chargers have only allowed three touchdowns to running backs this year. That's the lowest uh, tied for lowest. I was all set NFL. to put him in and maybe go back to uh, uh, Le'Veon Bell later on, but we're we'll, we'll pass. We don't we'll, want anything we'll on the uh, on the Blake Bortles and the passing game side though, because no. those edge rushers for the Chargers are just too good, and they got good corners. So I'm I'm fine right. with being out on those guys. We're out. How about Green Bay and Chicago? Um, Brett Hundley, no, is he's like the waste management player of the game. <laughs> we had a sponsorship. All right. I mean, we, we, we called Blake Bortles Garbortlich time for a long time. Brett Hundley got all of his fantasy points in complete trash time against Detroit last week. But he's he's got the got the running ability he and does. has ran that's, in a couple of touchdowns, that's and that's what makes him kind of intriguing as a punt number. player. And yeah. that's what intrigues me about Bethard. Yeah. He knows the running because he, you know, 30 yards a game and two touchdowns over the last four. But uh, teams going into Chicago, I just can't. I mean, even Pittsburgh was bad there. I mean, they're allowing 15 points per game at home and okay. no team over 23. And they've played a lot better teams than what the Packers currently have. So if the Packers are going to win this game, is it in being creative and doing a lot of different things with Cobb and Ty Montgomery, or is it straight ahead rushing the ball down their throat with Aaron Jones? If the Packers are to win this game, they're going to have to do it by picking off Mitch Trubisky twice. I, have <laughs> I mean, I, there's just not a lot of – I don't trust that offense. That's a, it's a John Fox defense. He's going to throw some wrinkles at Hundley. I'd, I'd be extremely worried about any 
Packer. Honestly, the only guy in this entire game I like is Jordan Howard, probably. He's already in the lineup, by the way. At 7,500. Oh we snuck him in there. 7,500? That's very, cheap. That's very chalky. For, for the amount of touches that he's getting, yep. God, he's almost a must-own, especially against this Packers defense that just looked horrible since Aaron Rodgers left uh, left the team, quote-unquote. a lot of blemishes. Yeah, sure did. Um, I had a we got to talk to the wizard about uh, getting Jordy Nelson and Devonte Adams down another thousand fifteen hundred yeah, or so. It doesn't match. Just how the just to are just to like make them kind of interesting to see that name down in like the fifty nine hundred range. That would be like okay, I can go Marvin Jones, but I could go Jordy for a hundred less or it, something. It's got a very Vegas feel to it. Like what what price do we need to drop them to to get your action? Huh? Yeah. Huh? Let's try to get some action going here. Mm. All right. Um, Bears defense in this, by the way. That's interesting. I hadn't even thought of that. Um, At home versus We do have an open spot defensively. I may throw that in there. I mean, that's 3,000. 3,000. They're very cheap. I was thinking about paying up for the Vikings against that terrible, terrible Offensive line, injured offensive line That's in Washington. True. You segued perfect. Wow. You're a professional. We're, you are just a pro. Boom. We always need to point out how great your segues are. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and as you mentioned, the Vikings are playing Washington. Washington's on their 18th string offensive line right now. The problem is, is I tend to stay away from defenses on the road, mm. but one of the adages I have heard is defense travels, and and that's a good thing for the Vikings. But is man, that an NBA thing? I don't think it's an okay. NBA thing. Right. <laughs> defense isn't it's an optional. NBA thing. Defense shows up in the playoffs. Yeah, defense in April. Um, so yeah. maybe defense vacations is our NBA theme. Hmm. All right, I like it. Um, I'd probably look, I'd probably go the Chicago route on the defensive end, but well, we uh, can always pivot. The Vikings are thirty six mm-hmm. compared to Chicago three. Right now we got we got money. We're burning money right now. So whoa, um, Just throwing it around. So how about the offensive side of the ball? Um, let's start on the Vikings side. The most expensive players in this game, offensively, are Adam Thielen at seven thousand and Stefan Diggs at sixty seven hundred. Both seem like I mean they're upper mid range right there but both seem like they could be a value but who who does josh norman match up with probably Diggs. probably Diggs. Yeah, he, he's not uh, he doesn't wander into the slot that much and uh, he he likes to keep to his side of the field and that's probably going to be Diggs. and slot receivers have been crushing washington this year too so thielen's thielen's the play at seven thousand if you're going with the vikings or receiver if you or want to stay at the inline tight end Kyle Rudolph? Kyle Rudolph. 5,000. Uh, five grand. Washington's the worst against tight ends this year. Yeah, wait, wait. The most yards. The most yards. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you, you can't say that without mentioning the Giants. Come on. Yes. The, <laughs> the, the, Giant, the Giants, touchdown-wise, the 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 uh, Redskins, I think, have allowed six touchdowns to the Giants' 10, but the the Washington Redskins have allowed the most yards. Yep. Okay. And the Browns, it's the holy triumvirate of if you've got uh, – I mean, you could really lock it up – Without going Gronk this week, Ebron against the Browns, who are 30th, the Giants, who are 32nd, and the Redskins, who are 31st. So Ebron, Rudolph, and throw Garrett Selleck in there. 
and then 29th is <laughs> is the uh, is Gronk. So Ugh. if only there was a place where you could play three tight ends. Oh, I know a place. You do? Yes, fanball.com. I, th- I have a feeling this lineup that has three wide receivers in it will soon be dropping some receivers and adding some tight ends. Um, I don't think that I want to spend up for McKinnon at 6000 considering mm-hmm. the wide receiver value we found so far in this podcast. Yep. I think it sounds like we're paying up for running backs and finding the values in the wide receivers and the tight ends. So I think McKinnon's out, as is uh, Latavius Murray, who's only 4700 But Chris Thompson... He's kind of an interesting guy at 5,300, maybe more in a season-long aspect yeah. because he's so versatile and he's really their offense right now. And I think that the way that the Vikings can get beat is by these little dump-offs to a guy like Chris Thompson. Yeah, that, that's been the Vikings adage for a long time is the pass-catching running back kills us. But I will say this year we've been a little bit better only allowing one touchdown receiving to running backs, and we're number one against running backs altogether. But, we're number one. Um, yeah, I, I I have a tough time putting Chris Thompson in with any uh, like like it's it's not safe. I'm, I'm not. I'd be right. concerned if I did there's, it. There's there's upside, and in a season long, you probably want him in your lineup. But there are a lot of other different directions to go. Do we think Xavier Rhodes ends up on Josh Doxson in this game? <laughs> it's possible. Yeah, or or is he on Terrell Pryor, or do, or does he <laughs> does he just not shadow? He just stays on. It, his it's possible side of the that he might not shadow. Really. Um, I just don't know that. Yeah, there's anyone worth. We shadow. don't want anybody on the in the passing game in Washington, do we? No, no, I don't think so. Um, yeah, I Chris mean, Thompson was the extent I mean, of the passing game that we want in yes. Washington. Yeah. All right. Cool. cool. Time to time to take a quick break and talk about this John Tuvey approved product right here. Mr. Tuvey, how many of those do you have? Well, if I had a three-car garage, yeah. I'd be able to get a car in the garage. You'd right now, still my, be able to get my one. My garage is full. Oh, just full. I mean, I when they first came out, I ordered boxes upon just so I would never run out. Really, right to the brim. Yep. All right, perfect. New Orleans is at Buffalo. This is a weird, weird game to read because the Saints are not the Saints anymore. They're a running team. <laughs> And they're, plays defense. they're a running team that plays defense, and they've always been really good at home, and now they're on the road. And Buffalo's just a team that seems to have an identity crisis going on from a week-to-week basis. So should we start on the Saints side? I, there's nothing. There's yeah, nothing? Quite literally nothing, nothing that you feel good about. Like, the Buffalo's the, the, too the, good the, against the The prices run. are like... Michael Thomas, 8,000. Drew Brees, 75. Mark Ingram, 74. Alvin Kamara, 69. Nothing there screaming like huge value that I want to throw in an away game in Buffalo. Yeah, right. Kamara is the cheapest one, and his role in the offense, ever-expanding role in the offense, Kamara is the one that you would maybe think about trying to work in, but you're right. Yeah. It's just there's no net, and and the, the tight rope that you're walking across is – doesn't take you high enough. The downside is bad. Yes. The downside is splat. Gravity is is a bear. Gravity kills. Yep. <laughs> nice. That was a that was a band, right? Isn't it guilty? Isn't I, it? That was their song. Gravity kills. Okay. Back in oh, uh, I'm thinking of gravity mid nineties. That's like a kid's. Oh, show. gravity falls is a is yeah. That's like cartoon. That's kind yeah. of a funny show. Uh, yeah. Um, 
No, there's there's nothing I want in this. I, Buffalo's D is too good. Uh, the Saints' pass D has been the best in the league over the last five or six weeks, but they've played a lot of crappy quarterbacks. Sure. So it's kind of tough to tell, but I just don't like any of the prices in this game Even at all. On Ted Ginn's prices, Creep, I've been living off of Ted Ginn and him being undervalued for basically the, the last month as he's just torn it up since the bye, but now he's he's out of the $5,000 receiver range. There we go. How about on the Bills side, though? Uh, LaShawn McCoy, here are his uh, home games this McCoy year. might be the only one. It's just too much. His home game's not against Denver. <laughs> <laughs> Jets, 22 carries, 110 yards, and then he had five catches for 49. Tampa Bay, 23 carries, 91 yards, two touchdowns, five catches for 31 then, too. Oakland, 151 rushing yards and a touchdown, six catches for 22 yards. He's a monster at home when he's not playing Denver. Right. Well, those are three pretty bad defenses, and I think the Saints have done enough to prove they're no longer a bad defense. So I I like McCoy a lot this week in your regular leagues, but yeah. I will pay nine hundred dollars less for Jordan Howard. I will pay. Oh yeah. I will pay a lot less for, for Lamar Miller. Oh uh, well, we you know that. All right, um, we have a running back spot open. I would. I would pay. Yeah, I would pay. Yeah. Exactly. It's it's about options. I love I love McCoy this week. I just don't you know, I can't pay that much. Well, you know who knows the New Orleans defense inside and out? It's Kelvin Benjamin who used to be in the division. There you go. That's why they traded for him, really. Exactly. They yeah. knew this game this was game. on the schedule. <laughs> He's uh, on his new team at 6700. Do you risk it and and like is this like one of those ones where you got a flex spot open, you got sixty seven hundred, sixty eight hundred left, I, and you're like, it's a little contrarian. You, you know, no what, one's gonna do it. No too. one's gonna play this one. Yeah, and you you throw that dart and go, we got a shiny new toy, and Tyrod's gonna put that ball up yep. to him, and we're gonna actually show that we have a passing game. And what if he becomes his new? I mean, Charles Clay was well, so Charles good for Clay a long time. practicing now might be he back. Should be I'd back, say, but if, I'm saying, does Kelvin Benjamin take on that role that Tyrod he? T- Clay had that role because Tyra didn't have that guy before, maybe. I would say if, if Clay, if I like Clay that call, isn't Matt. back, I, I'm on board with that. If Clay is back, you know, then, then Tyrod's got the one, one he knows and the one that uh, <laughs> looks good. You know, he's, he's like that meme. Which, which girl is he looking at? <laughs> that's, that's not great podcasting, the, talking about memes. but yeah. Let's talk about memes. Um, there, there's probably a lot of memes that have been generated about A.J. Green's choke slam. Last week, and I, so let's talk about Cincinnati at Tennessee. Nice. I, I <laughs> how's that for a segue? I fully support what AJ Green did, especially after all the talk with Jalen Ramsey calling him soft afterwards and saying, "Yeah, I was in his head. I took him out of the game." Well, you also took yourself out of the game with the uh, with the the little. I mean, the cheap shot in the back was it was pretty gutless, and I I loved that. AJ Green just went off and was punching him punching in the, helmets, the helmet, which never works. You but said helmets are undefeated, yeah. so <laughs> <laughs> so bad secondary that mm-hmm. Green's facing this week. He might be a little mad. He's yeah. he's got he's got a little bit of a bug in his butt. Yep. Eighty two hundred is this is this the one wide receiver that you really want to spend up on besides Antonio Brown, maybe. Titans have allowed the third most touchdowns to wide receivers this year, but they've been pretty good recently. So, but who have they played? I mean, Cleveland, Baltimore, <laughs> all those wide receivers. So, all right, <laughs> Miami. I just took Smith Schuster out and put in AJ Green with the anger factor. 
right. It's a revenge game. And, <laughs> and, 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 and there's there's nothing that Tennessee did. <laughs> They're like, what, what do we do? <laughs> it's a rampage game is what it is. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, any any love for Mixon at all? A little bit. That just I, I can't trust that offensive line. It's done nothing yeah. to open things up. And again, him. Mixon's in that sixty-two hundred dollar range. Oh, it's where, too much. Where it, it's it's too much. But at the same time, we found value. Yeah. And we don't cheaper. we don't need to go cheap on a guy like yeah, Mixon. Agreed. We can we can find value with Joe Ho and some of the other running backs that we've already highlighted. Joe Ho Ho and a bottle of rum. Exactly. They should really be pirates. Do you see the Titans do a thing where they put a sword? In midfield to like start the game, kind of like how the the kid at the wild game oh, goes out and plants the flag. They have like a big. They had huh. McNair's kids come out and and like they hold up a sword and then like I'm sure that's right safe. down into the field. You know, Jack Del Rio used to have an axe in the locker room that worked out real well for the for them. <laughs> was that pu- a punter that uh, took off a chunk of his leg? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> leave it to the punters. <laughs> oh, Jack Del Rio. So. It's A.J. Green on the Cincy side. Yep, he's in. I mean, y- y- if you wanted to stack him with Dalton, I mean, it's not a stack. It's a Batman and Robin. But if you wanted to go Dalton on that, it's it, more like... you-, you could go cheap. I could see Dalton having one of those random three or four touchdown yep. games yeah. here. It's more that's like not bad. Mr. Incredible and Wonder Boy or whatever that guy <laughs> became the... Syndrome. Incredible. Yeah, Incredible. Yeah. <laughs> and he became Syndrome, yes. Uh, on the Tennessee side, is there anything you want here? I've already moved on, so I'm going to say no. Yeah, I, that, I don't trust that, that running Cincinnati game at all. P- yeah, I don't trust the running game, and the Cincinnati pass D is top five. It's, right. it's a tough play. Good if enough. You, if you want to stretch for one, maybe Richard Matthews, yep, but 5, we've, ar- we've already talked about, we've He's already a- nailed several other values in that range, yep. and there's there's just enough risk there that wh- why? Yeah. Uh, Todd Gurley and the Los Angeles Rams, the surging Los Angeles Rams, are taking on uh, – the not surging Houston Texans. What's the anti surge? I don't know. Just declining. <laughs> Imploding? Yeah, that might be it. Uh Gurley's at eighty eight hundred. I believe that is the He's probably he's worth the it. second highest running back if you don't count Zeke in this week. It's Le'Veon at ninety two. Zeke is at nine thousand, but we don't think he's gonna play. And then Gurley at eighty eight. So are you going to spend up that high to get Gurley in this lineup? And he, I mean, frankly, Houston's been just struggling. I'd rather defensively spend a little money on the passing game here and spend up at running back in a, a different game. Okay, so you got Jared Goff at seventy one hundred. He's an interesting play, and then then you got to look at all these wide receivers and and your guy Bob Woods at forty seven hundred. Well, this week my guy is actually <laughs> Sammy Watkins. Oh who's, no, who's more expensive. So I, I might. Drop down to to Bob Woods, the who leads the Rams in targets, receptions, and touchdowns. Okay, I, I just I saw what T. Y. Hilton did to the Houston corners last week, and I thought, hey, they they've got the hookup with Watkins. They've they've had one, they've had a taste. Mm-hmm. This might be when Sammy Watkins was a top ten draft pick coming out. This might be the game that people were have been waiting for. It, it has all the earmarkings of this being the big one. I'm gonna put five Rams in my lineup. This nice. Week. You're gonna go Voltron? <laughs> do you do you know the the terminology, the Voltron stack terminology That's that nice. that Brian I, came up? Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, get you get yep. it all together. I I I love so many of these. <laughs> like I love Goff. Goff is like top five quarterback for me this week. Gurley's probably my number two running back. I think. 
Woods, I have really high. He's probably my favorite wide receiver value in the entire slate. Uh, well, at that, then I have to put him in, even over my number four receiver this week. Sammy I, I'm going to be hard-pressed not to have at least three Rams in any lineup. I'll give you a fourth. Rams defense, 3,300 against Tom Savage at home. Oh, there you go. Oh. <laughs> is that even better than the Bears? Why won't they let us have six? <laughs> Can you use defense well, as a flex? What, what was what was Le'Veon? Was Le'Veon more than eighty six? Because I've got a running back spot in eighty six hundred. But if I uh, Le'Veon was ninety two. If I pivot from the Vikings defense to the Rams defense, suddenly did you do it? I'm I'm working on. Did it. you do it's, it? Uh, oh my gosh. Do the math. My breath is baited. It's uh, eighty. We're up to eighty nine hundred. We're gonna oh, have to. We're no. gonna have to squeeze a little more value somewhere. We we like the juice. We'll we'll figure it out. Um, over on the Houston side, it was encouraging to see that DeAndre Hopkins had sixteen targets last week, but the fact that he only caught half of them is the nerve wracking thing. And, and that's, that's that's a Jay Clemens special right there. Yes. And and probably an upgrade from what he because I didn't or fish were you the one with the stat that. He's been targeted 16 times in, in Tom Savage, or he was targeted eight times before they went to Eight Watson. times in the first half of so, week one. Right. And mm-hmm. 16 times last week. That so seems to be eight the, per half is okay. what DeAndre Hopkins gets with Which, Savage. So credit to Tom Savage for knowing where the bread is buttered, but you, you, I mean, you got to at least make it catchable. He's so. got he's got to actually bake the bread yes. and then slice the bread first. He knows where the bread is at the store. Yeah. He just he brought a handful of change and he has to count it all out to get a loaf. I want bread. Um Fish, you mentioned Lamar Miller as mm-hmm. a sneaky play at yeah. 6600. Tell us why. Uh Tuvi'd probably be able to tell you why better, but uh Rams are second worst in the NFL against the running back. They're they're allowing giant games to running backs. Um, I think it's most yards, right? Most yards receiving to running backs as well. Yeah, there's so, there's right, definitely right a, five, a floor so. for Miller. Even if the game game flow goes south, he's he's the running back to have uh, as a pass catcher in Houston, and he's st- he's still averaging, I believe, eighteen touches per game. Even though last week you saw Foreman get a little bit more, yeah. so there's again. If we're sitting, if this is a legit lineup that we're creating for our in-house league, do not do this at home. Um, yeah, the Rams' second most total yards to running backs so far this season. We can we can easily fit Lamar Miller under the cap, and I'd be more inclined to squeeze another 300 out of my lineup and, and go much safer with Le'Veon Bell. Okay. Tied, tied for the second most touchdowns allowed to running backs as well. We're probably not going Will Fuller. Uh, I think he's tied to Deshaun Watson yeah, a little too definitely. heavily. Uh, but uh, interesting guy who's returning this week is C.J. Fedorowicz, who I, be- is he returning I, this I believe he's coming back. And if that's the deal, C.J. Fedorowicz is only 3,800 as a tight end and might be kind of a sneaky play in there. Uh, he is can, expected to we play can do against better. the Rams. We might be able to do better. Yeah, a lot of the t- over-targeting of Houston tight ends last year was tied to uh, – Brock Osweiler. Yeah. So well, <laughs> guess know. what? We have Tom Savage well, now. <laughs> I, Sam, yeah, I know he's not that much better, if if better, but I, at least he's throwing at DeAndre Hopkins. I yeah. don't know. Houston is worse against tight ends, so maybe Higby. T Higby. <laughs> Let's get more Rams in this lineup. <laughs> Perfect. You're, um, you're the one. You should be doing a lot testing what our limit is on uh, on Rams or one team in a lineup. <laughs> 
Uh, Dallas at Atlanta yeah. is the next game. Atlanta certainly scuffling right now, and uh, I mean the. Th- we we have to start with with Ezekiel Elliott, and if he doesn't go, uh, I think Rod Smith, yes, is kind of the I, interesting guy, especially from the pass catching standpoint in a PPR league. Atlanta's bad and pass so catching. So mad backs. at the Wizard for making him four thousand. Stupid Wizard. Yeah, you know who else is really interesting? Both uh, both Des Bryant still isn't practicing, and Terrence Williams is banged up. Uh, they both got banged up last week. Bryce oh, Butler. Might. Oh, you're, I thought you were going to go with the Beezer. Oh, no. no. I, I was just <laughs> oh, no. The, not Cole Beasley. No, I, Anything I, but 30, Cole Beasley. I, I, like, I like Beasley. I like Beasley, too. I'm just saying <laughs> Beasley and Bryce Butler, those prices are yeah, 3K pretty dang. You don't see 3K viable starters very often, but Brett Butler might be that if if Dez and Terrence are really banged up. We don't know that yet. So there's value plays on the Dallas side for sure if you, if you want to get down and dirty with it. Do you go to Dak, though, at 7,600 and hope that he's just a guy who's as solid as he is, as he seemingly is in fantasy, and just puts up even numbers. I feel like you're going to get value at 7600 with Dak. Like mm-hmm. yeah. You're just yeah. you're, you're just going to hit it's value. Yep. You're yep. probably not going to go above it, but he seems like the perfect 50-50 quarterback. And more of the offense goes on him with with Zeke out, so maybe he keeps it one more time at the goal line instead of handing yeah. it off to Zeke, so he gets a, a rushing score and more of the passing game obviously with with no Zeke falls in Dak's lap. So even without Dez, yeah, I, I think there's a definite Floor that's that's safe that's right around the seventy six hundred and and upside from there. Uh, how about on the Atlanta side? Um, I'm hoping Julio is about to just take it to the next level because I mm. I mean there's a lot of guys who I, are questionable. I have a theory on that. Julio owners. I have a theory on that. Last year when he was questionable, the four time the six times he was questionable, he played four times mm-hmm. and he averaged uh, four and a half catches for I believe sixty yards. So he just can't play injured. Well, and there were games this year already where he was limited all week in practice and was not listed as questionable. So I think they're serious. The Falcons, unlike, say, the Patriots, yep. they don't just throw everybody on the injury list. I think if he's on the list as questionable, he's actually – there's concern that he may or may not play. And when he does play, he doesn't play well. And that, by the way, is coming from uh, the highly questionable article on our site that John Holler does every week that breaks down – Who's questionable? Did they play? How did they play? It's it's probably the hidden treasure on the fanball content mm-hmm. site. It's it's really good stuff, and th- that's why I'm. Does he have any weird stories about times he like <laughs> took like paper dolls to Columbia or something no, like that? Um, no, uh, uh, phone chargers. Oh yeah, phone, phone chargers. chargers and, and <laughs> corn seeds. He's the biggest phone phone charger <laughs> salesman in Columbia. Dealer, yes, um, <laughs> but that's why I I would love Muhammad Sanu this week at his price there's a very real opportunity for him to be the go-to receiver in a game where uh, it's probably worse that Zeke isn't playing because that would be more of a put more pressure on the Atlanta offense now I think it's it can be a little bit more of a run game but I still like Sanu at that 50 does this game smack of what happened last week with Atlanta and Carolina where I believe the final score was 20 to 17 and like two teams that should have offensive fireworks but Everybody's either suspended or injured, and <laughs> yeah. we're we're yeah. going to see, we're going to see just like a, a game that doesn't hit forty for total points. Feels like they'll be talking about the under on this one. Yeah. 
Okay, let's move on. We got two more games left. Uh, the Giants are at San Francisco. This is a great game right here. the The winner probably gets the third pick in the NFL draft, while the loser is probably <laughs> second or first. Oh, it's a terrible game. Oh my gosh! But there are values. There, there are definite values here, and we really have to highlight them. Um, that's our job. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's kind of what we do. Moving on. I've got a running back spot open, and the worst team in the league against running backs is the San Francisco 49ers. And Orleans yeah. Dark was Orleans sitting Dark there at 5800 Which would free me up with about $3,100 to throw around the rest of my roster. That sounds like Le'Veon Bell in the flex. We could plug him in. Although I, I do think I have Darkway in every one of my lineups as well. All right, he's so chalky this week. Well, if he's chalky, we we want to avoid the chalk. Well, our internal contest is not a lot of people. So. <laughs> well, yeah, there you go, there you go. Um, are you go? You're going anything in the passing game? Eli at sixty one. I think there's more exciting options than Eli, but it's I mean, a nice value. It's a nice value, and the matchup looks good. Evan Ingram or Sterling Shepard. Ingram's got it. I mean, the, Ingram's the safe. Niners have been good He's against just safe. tight ends, though. Yeah. But the last few weeks, they have started to give, give up points to, to tight ends. And he's not really a tight end. He's he's a air quotes tight he's end. He's an air quotes yeah. tight end. Yeah, I was going to say over the last three weeks, if my screen would load, uh, touchdown to Jermaine Gresham, touchdown to Zach Ertz, touchdown to Z- Jason Witten. Okay. So there we go. All Before right. that, they were the best against tight ends, and now they're starting to. Wait, I thought Ruben Foster came back. He got hurt again. a little. <laughs> I mean, they they have had some injuries on the defensive side, so they've had a lot of issues on the defensive side. Too. On San Fran's offensive side, I know Scott mentioned that uh, he likes C.J. Beathard this weekend. Eh, well, just you, if you like him a lot. If you really have to pay down. Nope, nope, nope. You were like <laughs> C.J. Beathard He's all my lineups. C.J. Beathard will get you 15, 15 or so points. <laughs> Who's he going to throw the ball to, though? I mean, the Giants' secondary is absolutely in shambles, but who's he going to throw the ball to? I like I like Goodwin. He, he's been getting a lot of targets, but he's – I don't know. I just I, – I think there's going to be more passing it around, but I, lo- I like Beathard's 30 yards a game, you know, plus a p- potential touchdown. Sure. So. Hyde could take a lot of those targets, and he's not a bad option at 70. He's the most expensive player in this, in this game, game. Well, <laughs> 7,100. Yeah. It's, well. it's unreal. People talk about McCaffrey as a pass-catching back and James White. They have 43 catches. Carlos Hyde has 40. It's not wow. It's not like Hyde is that far behind. I did not realize I that. Think, I think we're, we're just tap dancing around the elephant in the room, the guy that's going to score a touchdown and is cheap, as cheap as any tight end on your yeah. Fan ball slate. Garrett Selleck. Garrett Selleck, the guaranteed score. Yeah. A guaranteed touchdown. Because George Kittle is out this week. Ankle injury. Yeah. Which, again, uh, if you, hey, you guys need a t shirt, otherwise I'm sending him to a third world country with the, <laughs> the, uh, the Dodgers World Series champion t shirt. So in comes Logan Paulson <laughs> sniping the touchdown from Garrett yeah. Selleck, right? If he <laughs> steals it like Jeff Hewerman did from, from AJ Derby, yeah, I suppose. Nice. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the final game. Uh, New England is at Denver. Kind of a thorny matchup for, for a lot of guys, but uh, Gronk seems to be a play that you can feel pretty confident in. Denver's been bad against the tight end position. It might be their only real weakness as as a defensive front. Mm-hmm. Well, their, their edge rushers are not at all 
in, in pass coverage. I mean, yeah. that's, that's what their outside linebackers are there for. So they have been susceptible. And I don't know, do you devote Aqib Tlaib to trying to stop Gronk? I don't know that he's – You know, didn't they try – I thought they tried that last year or two years ago, and it didn't go well for the yeah. Broncos. I, I, I kind of wonder, just because you mentioned that, do three, four defenses have trouble with top tight ends more than four threes? It probably depends on, on what you're doing with your safety. I mean, if you've got a safety with, with cover skills. Yeah, but you're, then, then you're pulling your safety in, and all of a sudden the, the back end, especially if, yeah, you, if you work more cover twos and zones, all of a sudden things are naked. and Wow. Yeah, I mean, you, your pants are down. You're getting arrested. Oh, my goodness. They're reshooting the movie. <laughs> Gronk is at 7,700. Uh, on on the rest of the Patriots side, I think I'm probably avoiding it. Brady's at 7,500. That's just a little too much for me, and I don't really want to get involved with the wide receivers. Uh, Cooks has been good this year, but not great. I don't think I I don't think I want to do anything on the New England side. And the Denver side, New England started playing a lot better lately on the defensive end. Yes, and it's Brock Osweiler. Yes. There's two. I don't think I, – I think it's a – you already started with a 1-1 one, one count. You don't need three strikes. There's two <laughs> right there. So there we go. Um, is the sneaky play uh, Devontae Booker? I think so, if C.J. Anderson is out. I'm showing Devontae Booker with a little out on his uh, thing on Fanball right now. We might have to talk to the Wizard on that one because I don't believe Devontae Booker is out, but I think C.J. Anderson's looking more on the doubtful side than – yeah. Than the other running backs. So. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Booker is out, but he's still only playing like thirty percent of the snaps. So he's going to need CJ. He needs CJ Anderson to be to... gone, and and in that case, it's the late game. You're probably not able to throw yeah, Booker you in your know. lineup yep. and, and as anything but a flex. And then what do you flex to from there? Mike Gillisley or Rex Burkhead? That's not fun. So we're probably avoiding that scenario altogether. Mm-hmm. All right, I, I fielded a lineup, and it's uh, so did I. <laughs> oh, you did too. It's got. Uh, I have to shave off three hundred dollars, but I have some definite ways. to Oh, do I that. I'm zero dollars <laughs> exactly. You have to shave off three hundred dollars. What yeah, defense I'm, do you have I'm in there the right cap. now? Um, we went with the Rams. We you can go down to the Bears, Bears and then you right there. there it is. All right, all right, all right. You say so. You want to go with yours, Matt? Or you want I didn't. To go I first? didn't make one. No, I, I, I've oh. been so bad that I. I was like, I'm not right. making one right, this let's, week. Let's compare. I'm going to let the experts Here, do I'll, it. I'm going to go with my Rams lineup, <laughs> as you guys told me to try. The Rams stack. Are you doing the yep. Voltron? Uh, it is. It was. It's one, two, three, four. It was five, but I swapped Higby <laughs> for Gronk. <laughs> So I had five, but I swapped Higme for Gronk. So it's four. I just have the limbs. There's no head. So tell us, what is it? (laughs) Jared Goff, Todd Gurley, Orleans Darkwa, Cooper Cup, and Robert Woods. (laughs) (laughs) Antonio Brown, Rob Gronkowski, Rod Smith, because I needed to shave a lot of money. (laughs) And then the Vikings defense. Wow. And I'll match that with uh, McCown, Jordan Howard. Le'Veon Bell, A.J. Green, Marvin Jones, Robbie Anderson, Kyle Rudolph, Robert Woods in the flex, and the Chicago Bears defense. I like yours better. <laughs> I like Tubi's better as yeah. well. <laughs> <laughs> I just you, wanted to your, see. Yours has the potential to, like, just completely blow get, up. Get 200 points or yeah. 80. Yeah. One, one I, of the two. 
I want I wanted to see how many Rams I could slam into this lineup, and I, I got four comfortably that I I actually feel okay about this lineup, but I like two V's better. Ugh. I would be hard pressed to not mention there was uh there was somebody who won the big league safe contest last week at B Pro uh won Good the job. won the league safe GPP and and we got to give him some love because obviously he's listening to this podcast. Thank you for listening, mm-hmm. and thank you for going and playing in that league safe contest. Fanball.com backslash league safe. I don't think they have a league safe contest this, this week. week so oh, that's too bad. Unfortunately. Send them to the fishbowl. Yeah, the, so uh, fanball.com slash SFB. There you go. And you can go play for a chance to – I mean, it's a chance to play in the Scott Fishbowl. It's that, a chance to play against Matt is what it is. That's true. I'm I'm pretty awesome in yeah. the Scott Fishbowl. Top 50. Top 50. That's impressive. Yeah. The the impressive part is top fifty with Deshaun Watson losing him, Dalvin Cook, and Odell Beckham losing the three of those guys this year, and, and just like still piecing there. it together. It's yes. band aids and chewing gum, and uh, some popsicle sticks, duct tape, <laughs> a, and bailing a, wire, a, a few marshmallows. <laughs> I was just <laughs> yeah, nice, nice. So. All right, well, thanks for uh, listening to today's podcast, and remember to go play on fanball.com this weekend. Again, we got the basketball with the no swap. We got the football with uh, a couple of really good contests this weekend, including that big uh, $10 one that has $1,600 to first. We're growing. Things are happening. The fanball numbers are going up on people. So uh, make sure that you're here and you're playing and and you're starting to find some good competition here. So uh, for Tuvi and Scott Fish, Uh, This is Matt Harrison signing off for Fantasy Football Almost Daily. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.